to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Gardening is not mine or Ben's favourite activity and I've been working hard in it quite recently, not like for years. It's only in our holidays, which we had a couple of months ago, that I thought, all right, every weekend I'm going to put half an hour to an hour of work into this beast. I call it a beast because we're on a corner block and when we first moved in, there was six different areas that required gardening maintenance and they're not like nice little flower beds that need a little weed every now and again. It's like six areas of Oh, well, they're now overgrown, <laughs> overgrown trees. So my mission, only in the past couple of months, is to kill off two. Last year, we did a big area and laid some beautiful fake grass and a deck. Which So now we're down to five. My mission is to get to three. So killing plants does feel a bit weird. I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm finally getting into this gardening journey and my first thing is to kill things. But rest assured, there's plenty, plenty, plenty left. It is sweaty, scratchy work with what I would say good, are good results. Working hard at things like this has some value, right? There are good results for us in this. But what I want to talk with us today is what has the most value? What are we working hard on that is going to produce the best results in our lives? What is most important? As my main scripture today comes from the New Testament book of Philippians, I must let you know that in honour of our college celebration today and for any students who have done New Testament survey, has anyone who's just done that one this year, past year? I have. And so I must let you know the book of Philippians was written in approximately AD 61 by the Apostle Paul to the church in Philippi while he was in prison in Rome. There's little context for you. Context, I have learnt, goes a long way helping us engage in the Word of God. Do all the students agree with me? Yeah, that was super enthusiastic, guys. Thanks. So our scripture for today is from Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13 in the New Living Translation. Dear friends... I love that beginning, actually. Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you. And now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. You may also be familiar with this scripture in the NIV version that says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I went for the slightly softer version today, which I think you would appreciate. To understand this scripture a little more, I just ask you, actually, how cool out of our college students, it's not just for 
school grads, right? We saw people of all ages who have been Christians for many years, which is so encouraging. And then on that note, I want to ask just if there is anyone here who feels like since accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour, have you got it all figured out? Has every day since then just been like, I have totally got this? No one? Not even Pastor John? No? No? He just looked at me like, you know better than that. I do. I do. So here's what we want to understand. When we first accepted Jesus as our Lord and Saviour, we were saved. We received his gift of salvation. Our sins were washed away and we received God's Spirit. Phenomenal. Titus chapter 3 verse 5 says, We have been given new birth and new life. When we receive the gift of salvation, we receive a new life. There is a new life to live as God's adopted children. And what does that look like? That's what we've got to figure out. (laughs) That is the work of working out our salvation. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion. So God is doing good work in us. And our new life looks like us doing the good things he has planned for us. In Ephesians 2.10, he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So working out our salvation is us working out what God is doing in us and through us. I know that work hard are probably two of the last words most of you feel like hearing today on the 4th of December. I know that. I did double check it with God and say, are you sure this is the scripture for today? I know that. And I know our students are probably going, yeah, I have worked hard. Tick, tick that box. Well, I'm afraid the journey isn't over yet, students. Sorry about that. What is challenging when we read this scripture? Work hard to show the results of your salvation. Is personally considering how much time and attention we have been giving to our salvation to live out the gift of our salvation compared with the many and real demands and distractions we each contend with daily and then daring to consider how important are these things in comparison with our salvation. Thanks, guys. (laughs) I figured it would go quiet there. Um, So challenging. It is challenging. But if we have been working on our gardens, as I have, and the result is that they look better, that's good. That's being a good steward of what has been given to us. Have we also been working on our personal relationship with Jesus, which is everything? If we have been working on our fitness, working out at the gym and the result is that our hearts are healthier, maybe we look better, great. Obviously, don't stop that. Have we also been spending time with God, giving him space to bring results in us like healing and forgiveness? 
If we've been working on saving, building up our savings account like our daughter, very impressive, almost scary, this is good. It's a wise thing. Have we also been still in God's presence, learning to hear and obey the voice of God and listening to the little nudges? If we've been working really hard at our jobs, and I know a lot of us have, putting in our after working hour, have we also been prioritising time across the year to pray to the one who created us, who gives us the ability to create wealth, our provider? So what does come to mind, church, as we consider for a moment the results of our working efforts this year? Just think about it for a minute. What has had your time, your attention, your efforts? Working hard is good. Idle hands are not. We have responsibilities, but the Word of God is reminding us today what is most important. And how do we know how important it is? Because God is working in us. He's giving us the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. It's incredible. It's challenging, but it's good news. What this means is that God is not done with us. He is not done with you. There is more, and God's more is good. We aren't stuck. We're not finished. We're not maxed out. This isn't all there is. There is so much more. And a little thing, not a little thing, a thing I have worked out um, probably since early 30s. I've been working out with God that he has called me to be a pastor here at this beautiful church. From early on in our lives together, Ben knew he wanted to be a pastor. We knew we had chats about it. He let me know that was the plan and I thought, yep, that's great. I will fully support you in that. I will make the money in the marketplace to support Ben's extravagant lifestyle. (laughs) Protein's expensive, guys. Come on. (laughs) And it did start that way. I did do that. uh, But the more I worked, I realised there was... I wasn't growing in passion in in that at all. There wasn't any kind of push in me to keep going in my career. And then we had kids. We had Harrison, then we had Beth, and I actually felt relieved to leave full-time work. And during this time, I had two little ones at home before Lucy came along, and I'm not sure if I should say this out loud, one of my most preferred times of the day was their rest time. So after lunch, it was like, is that okay to say? (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) 12.30, 12.30, still etched in here is a special time of every day. (laughs) Eat lunch, go to bed or go to your room if Harrison was. He was obsessed with Thomas the Tank Engine, so if he didn't sleep, he'd just play for hours. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. (laughs) And this is for me during this time with little ones where I would spend my time with God at that time of day. As you know, mornings are not super convenient for quiet prayer space with Jesus, with little ones. So 
It was a special time and precious to me. And this, a lot of my prayers during this time sounded like, I don't know what you want me to do after this. I know there's something or I hope there's something more for me. And at the same time, I learned that possibly more than in previous years, I loved God's presence. I did want something more. But his presence meant more. And that was that was enough, but you know, the longing was still there and it was man, I had some really great moments with God. Sorry. One just whoo. Uh, so where was I? Okay, looking back, very significant for me and what I know was a lot of working out with God what my future would look like. Um, and eventually I would say, yeah, we did. We worked it out together. <laughs> there was co-working here and I believe during that time he was giving me the desire and the power i.e. courage to take next steps that have led me here. His work, by the way, was much harder than mine. I was, he was coming from a long way back with me in this area, possibly years. I mean, I was in my 30s, but it's never too late. So together, God and I have worked this out, him perfectly in every way, me way less perfectly, slower, backwards, sideways, frozen, and maybe a little bit forwards then. Um, and I know, sorry, lost my space for a second. Um, and I know that this is his plan for me now because he led me here, because he's still, I still need him so much to do it. We're working it out together And I love you guys. You're the best church community. What a privilege to be a pastor here. So just to clarify, pastoring is not the thing that pleases God. Many, many things. And I have so much more to work out with him. And I'm in for the journey. I also recently did go to Bible college, which was exciting. And again, it's never too late. So church, what I want to encourage us with today is that God is not finished with you. God is working in you and God has more for you, whether you're a new Christian or you've been a Christian for over 30 years, God is working in you. And this isn't a word of more work, more stuff to do, more burden. This is actually a word that is refreshing, encouraging and invigorating. Three beautiful words. Because our God is love and our God who is love and gives us life is working in each and every one of us. And what matters more than that? What matters more than the gift of salvation and God and living out this life of salvation? So back to the working hard. Yep, I have to just hit it one more time. Perhaps like me, removing unwanted trees to produce the result of reducing painful gardening work and spending too much attention on the less important things in my garden. 
This kind of hard work not only leads us into deeper loving union with our Heavenly Father, but might result in us living in more freedom from things we've been bound by, stuck in, or dare I say, ignoring for years. Like me, removing trees and clearing areas around our house, it might look like clarity coming to us about a particular situation or our future. It might look like fresh purpose as our co-working with God stirs desires in us that lead us to fulfilling our God-given purpose. It's not back-breaking work. It is liberating, life-giving work. The best kind that produces the best and most meaningful results. Just to be super clear, this is not a message to stop working on other areas of your life. You guys get that, right? Please don't stop gardening or your spouse might be really mad at me. Also, don't stop working on your health and fitness. Also, for the same reason. No, jokes. Or don't stop going to work. I mean, just to be really basic. What this word is, is an encouragement today to consider what is getting the most time and effort and priority in our lives. And are we as focused, if not more focused, on working out what God is doing in us and through us? We were just having this conversation after dinner this week in our home, on our deck actually, and uh, just sort of talking through with our kids, yes, these things seem so important right now and they want to take a lot of your time and everyone else is doing it. It's not the most important thing. Sure, do it. It's good for you, but there is so much more and there is more for us, church. There's more power, more grace, more healing, more forgiveness, more life to the full for each and every one of us. Our lives transformed shine Christ, reveal God's love to others. So God is not finished with you. God has more for you. And it's a great offer, right? I mean, if I was saying, hey, guys, I've got something really good for you, you'd be like, cool, thanks, Karen. Or a best friend was like, hey, I've got some good plans. I'll help you accomplish them. Again, good. But we are talking about God. The creator and saviour is working in you. It is the best offer, a lifelong ongoing offer for all of us. So I haven't brought a light and fun message today, which, I mean, honestly, I might have preferred, but this scripture didn't take us there today. But I know that I have brought you hope from the word of God. I have brought you good news. I have brought you something that is for all of us and for each of us at the same time. So, Rach, if you wouldn't mind jumping up to join me. And if you're comfortable, church, I invite you to close your eyes. I think you know what I'm going to ask. Believe it or not, now is a great time for us to make decisions for next year. I know it may not feel like it, 
you might think I sound crazy. But while this past year is still fresh in our minds, it's a great time to decide what next year is going to look like, what you would like it to look like. Pre-decide now and then have your holidays, then have some rest. So what I want to ask you, church, is you can zone me out if you like. I just want to give you some time to think this through with your Heavenly Father. In response to you receiving the gift of salvation, whether that was last week or 30 years ago, being hope-filled and confident that God is working in you for your good and for you to do good, to please Him, what does 2023 look like? It might look like receiving more patience. It might look like allowing more time to spend with God in prayer and devotion, letting the desires that God is giving you stir and rise to the surface. It might look like your tendency to get angry quickly, to say things you wish you weren't saying, to finally be dealt with and gone. It might look like healing for the deep hurt which you have kept covered. It might look like understanding the Bible more and actually working out how it applies in your life today. Whatever it is, whatever it looks like, you also know that there is an action to follow. This is us co-working with God. Whether it's setting an alarm in the morning, in your lunch break, before bed, whether it's finding an app that actually helps you make space for God, whether it's signing up for C3 College. Whatever you, whatever you want to see in 2023, you know there's a next step. And I'm asking now the Holy Spirit for each and every one of us, show us our next steps. Lord, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you that we have new life in you to live. And even then, you still, on top of that, give us the desire and power to do what pleases you. You are so good. We are so grateful. And we need your help to keep you front and centre. We need your help to live life 
to the full. We need your help to know what is good and what is best. We need your help to slow down, to be still in your presence when there are 20 other things that feel like they need to get done first. We need your wisdom and guidance, Lord. Father God, we pray, have your will in each and every one of us today. We thank you for all you're doing in us. We commit again, commit again to you in the centre, to fueling that fire that keeps us warm and burning and tending and caring to our gift of salvation all the days of our life. We thank you for this year that has been and all that you're going to do in and through us in the year to come, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, church. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.